Hello, everyone, and welcome to the monthly third Wednesday Department of Peace Building campaign call. Uh, again, we have our recording on. We've still got some people joining us, so we'll go around and do uh, some check-ins, but the recording is on. It will be posted to the podcast, so it will be sound only, not video. Um, so who would like to check in, where they're from, just to brief something about their connection with the Department of Peace legislation campaign or peace, whatever you'd like to say tonight. Well, I can say hello. I'm from, uh, I'm Nancy Merritt and I'm calling from sunny California. <laughs> <laughs> Open for business. <laughs> Beautiful thing. It is. It's hard to get used to seeing people without masks and being able to walk in and out of stores and all that stuff, but it's a good thing. Yeah, we still have a few straggling organizations that are wear the masks in the stores or whatever, but maybe that'll shift. I'll just say hi, I'm Karen Johnson from Chicagoland area, part of the uh, National Committee and uh, um, uh, really connected with the legislation the first time I read it and lots of wonderful connections ever since. So enjoying the work and uh, glad to be on the call with everybody tonight. Kendra, in hot, dry California. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> And soon to be moving out, actually, but don't know where. But I'll take the campaign with me. Um, wherever you may go. <laughs> yeah, I'm Paul from Canada, and things are going as normal, and we're starting to open up here in Ottawa. Great, great. Laura, you didn't go. And, yeah, I'm Laura from uh, Northwestern Pennsylvania, also known as the Pennsylvania Wilds. And uh, we've been having really beautiful weather and uh, everything's opening up here and people seem a lot more relaxed and uh, just a lot happier, a lot, a lot happier. So it's good to see. Great, great. Jana, would you like to say hi? Uh, hi, yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. And um, I'm in New York. I'm in Queens, New York. I don't know what to say. The weather was good today. New York is difficult weather. <laughs> Charlie, you want to say hello? I'm Charlie. I'm in Amherst, New York. And I'm just looking for ways to make a transition to making a more peaceful. Can you speak year. up? Yeah, I'm Charlie. I'm from Amherst, New York, and I'm here looking for ways to make the world a more peaceful place. Beautiful. Uh, Deborah, what? say hello. Beth, we'll Meanwhile, get you back a little Aaron. bit. I'm kind of Deborah. going in order of 
people as they join the the call. Uh, Deborah, you want to say hello? Hi. Yes. Hello. This is Deborah in Tucker, suburban Atlanta, and um, it's very nice here. So, hello, all. Hi. Hi, Deborah. Hi. DJ. Deborah. Hi, everybody. My name is DJ Chandler. I'm in Florida, North Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Great. Welcome. Thank you. Right. Kayla, would you like to say hello and where you're from? Hello. Um, my name is Kayla. I'm an intern at the uh, Peace Alliance, and um, I am in North Carolina right now, and it's been great. Okay, great. Good. Okay, Beth. Say hello. Yeah, I'm Beth Blick, and I'm from St. Paul. I'm really having a horseshit evening, so I can't really. I, I'm just not thinking real clearly right now. Okay, well, we'll do some connection exercise shortly. Maybe that'll help you. It's this place that I'm in where. A lot of people, uh, no, no one really has my values, and I'm working on becoming a homeowner. Huh. So I can get the hell out of this building of people who smoke and men who want to step on my toes, and that's what happened to me, almost happened to me last Sunday, and I've been spending the evening trying to get a hold of my ILS worker, and he's also my friend, and I haven't been able to get a hold of him, and I've been calling the crisis lines who don't you know, give a damn about what, you know, I'm saying. And then they asked me questions over again, you know, when I told them exactly what's been going on. Yeah. Sorry, Beth. Yeah. So hopefully you'll hear from your person and feel more supported soon. Well, tomorrow I'm going to call my case, my social worker along with, uh, trying to get a hold of Matthew later on because this is just so ridiculous. Um, I tried talking to staff, two other new staff members who also don't give a shit and they forced me on out of the office when I uh, uh, got, got real pissed off at them and they were t dealing with me in a patronizing way. Mm. This is a disability ghetto. It just is and it sucks. Mm -hmm. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <sighs> take it. Let's take a deep breath and send some good energy Beth's way for resolution and peace and comfort. Thanks. You're welcome. Kathy, yeah. would you like to say hello? Everybody. Uh, check in. Uh, I just finished working and I'm going to go back to it after this, so. It's been that kind of a day, but I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you. I think that's everyone. Did I miss anybody? I, think. I don't know. Everybody. Yep. I'm just double checking our list, checking it twice. We are all accounted for. Thank you, everybody, for being on the call. Our next thing that we, we usually do is a connection exercise. So do we have a volunteer to do our connection for tonight? I'm, I'm ready. Kendra is ready. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
let's do our usual sitting up straight, me too, and pull your head back over your shoulders and deep breaths. Imagining when you're breathing in that the air is going in through your heart and when you're exhaling your exhalation breath is going out. Imagine that you're a lighthouse keeper and your job is to clean and burnish the windows and the lenses so that they shine brightly. And so everyone who sees you on sea or land will feel comfortable and secure. And then imagine that you are that lighthouse. You are the lens and you are the glass and use your breaths through in and out through your heart to shine more brightly and polishing your own lenses so that you see clearly both near and far. And let's shine out to each other and to all of those around us, all of those beings around us. so that we can lift each other up. Thank you. Thank you, Kendra. Hmm. All right, so Nancy is going to lift us up with some uh, status reports now. Okay. Um, so the Department of Peacebuilding legislation, which was introduced in um, February of this year, um, currently has 21, um, 19, getting anxious, 19 co-sponsors. And um, we'll be during this call and during this year, we'll be working on trying to get more co-sponsors for that bill. 
Um, we're about to commemorate the 20th anniversary of introduction of the modern era Department of Peacebuilding legislation starting in um, 2001. Uh, so we'll have some e-blasts and some actions around that coming up uh, in late June, early July, and probably kind of um, going into our advocacy days actions, which we do every year um, in usually in September around International Day of Peace. Right. So, yeah. So we're we're anxious to commemorate that and all the people who've been involved with this for so many years and all the people who are uh, joining in and getting involved. So um, we're encouraged um, and and hope to keep moving, moving forward. Um, as part of the current bill, the 2021 bill, uh, Barbara Lee incorporated a uh, call for a truth, racial healing and transformation commission. So that's actually oh, wonderful. part of the bill. Um, so in conjunction with that, she also introduced a separate bill, um, Congressional Resolution 19, which has a companion Senate uh, resolution uh, for that commission. And the good news is that that bill that currently has 149 co-sponsors in the House and 15 co-sponsors in the Senate, which is really, really good. And oh, then yeah. um, Representative uh, Sheila Jackson Lee from Texas has a similar bill calling for a commission to study and de develop reparation proposals for um, African Americans Act. And that is House... House Resolution 40, Senate Resolution 40. And again, a lot of co-sponsors, 190 co-sponsors for that in the House and 22 in the Senate. So um, we have these actions posted on the website. Um, if you go to the Peace Alliance website and click on the Department of Peace Building page, you'll see one-click actions to ask your uh, members of Congress to support these. Um, so these, these bills are all kind of a lead in to um, a, a, a group that was formulated, I guess, was it last year? Not sure if it's been going a whole year or what, but anyway, uh, Dan Kahn and a couple of others in the Peace Alliance formed a truth uh, racial healing and transformation group, and they've been meeting on Saturdays. And over the course of time, that group divided into two subgroups. So there's one uh, relating to storytelling and one relating to policy. And mm -hmm. um, there's some overlap in the folks who are on this call and who are on those calls, but not complete overlap. So I um, was, I'm excited to introduce everybody to each other and for this uh, campaign call to become more familiar with those two groups. So um, I'm very happy to introduce uh, DJ, who is, who is uh, heading the efforts for the storytelling group, and Jana, who's heading the efforts for the policy group, and they each um, are going to give a little presentation. Uh, do you guys have a preference who goes first or? Her. <laughs> it, okay. right. it was in the right direction. So, Jana, you have just been elected. 
Okay, so as I understand it, each of them have a uh, video presentation and Karen will uh, share screen so they can do their um, presentations. And after both of them are done, um, hopefully we'll have a little time for some questions and then uh, whatever else is uh, kind of lapses over, perhaps we can take it back up in our discussion segment of our of this call. But um, so Jana, why don't you introduce yourself and um, we'll turn it over to you and Karen to to do this portion. Um, I'll just uh, start sharing. Is that all right? Yeah. yeah. Jana, I made you the host. And then when you're done sharing your screen, then you can uh, Make DJ the host, and hopefully DJ will give it back to me then. <laughs> okay, here, let's see. So, um, so this uh, this um, truth, I joined after the beginning of this truth, uh, uh, this truth uh, healing and reconciliation working group started. I joined in November, and in December. Um, and it was already proposed in November to split into two groups. And in December, I presented. And uh, Richard Mansbach initially convened, and then I convened. Uh, so we've met twice. And at the second meeting, there were um, nine people, and two people requested the emails. And as Nancy mentioned, there's some overlap in the participation. These images are from, um, so I'm representing on behalf of the policy focus team. And the question is, uh, where to from here? So I don't know whether we should merge the groups or um, remain separate and what to do next. So we'll kind of keep that in mind as I'm presenting. Uh, these images are from Dawnland, uh, which is a documentary about a beautiful truth uh, and reconciliation commission process that took place for three years in the state of Maine with the main uh, state child welfare and five Wabanaki um, tribes. So I know it's really beautiful and we're seeing. And we're particularly focused on uh, four bills, the two sets of bills that Nancy mentioned, urging the establishment of the United States Commission on Truth, Racial Healing and Transformation. And uh, Nancy already mentioned the number of co-sponsors, which is really great. And uh, this bill was introduced in February. And this is for the Department of Peace? This is for Truth, Racial Healing, and Transformation Commission. Oh, and, for healing from racism. Yeah, you can't see us? Is that, um, you can't see us. Is that right? You can only hear, you can't see. I think she's by phone only. Yeah. yeah. There are I'm by phone. Um, I'll be more descriptive. So, um, yeah, so I'm sharing slides. So this is a picture from Human Eye, uh, from Angelica Das's uh, work in photography showing okay. common humanity. And this spatial uh, healing and transformation commission is uh, quite extensive. It's not only for African-Americans who have suffered under slavery and the Jim Crow and all the policies and continuing discrimination that persists and that we see in the news every other day, unfortunately, or every day. But it also includes Native Americans, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, Latino Americans, Chinese, <laughs> particularly policies uh, harming the Chinese, Japanese Americans, Native Hawaiian people, and the Pacific U.S. territories and independent nations. 
uh, who have all been aggrieved by the United States policy in the last uh, far too long. And uh, yep. let me see, oops, this isn't going, wait a minute. There we go. Yeah, and the whole, um, I'll just read a little bit from the bottom, urges the establishment of the commission to properly acknowledge, memorialize, and be a catalyst for progress toward getting rid of a hierarchy of human value, embracing our common humanity, and permanently eliminating persistent racial inequities. And um, today in preparation for this talk, I, I went in search of who are the main go-to places for these uh, bills. And I found the US Truth, Racial Healing and Transformation Movement. And uh, all of you may want to visit this website and maybe consider, the Peace Alliance may want to consider an organizational endorsement uh, here. There's a list of, uh, of endorsing organizations. And, the Peace Alliance, and, uh, and then the other set of bills is the reparation proposals, a commission to study and develop racial proposals that has 190 co-sponsors in the House and 22 in the Senate, as, um, as Nancy mentioned. It was introduced by Sheila Jackson Lee and the Senate bill by Cory Booker. And uh, the a main go-to um, organization for that is the National African American Reparations Commission. And that uh, website has an abundance of resources. And I didn't see a place for endorsements. But, um, but that is the contact place for this, this particular bill. And of course, we're also supporting the Department of Peace Building, which doesn't need any introduction here. I just show a beautiful image of Barbara Lee and the Peace Alliance logo with the section that Nancy already mentioned where uh, the Commission on Truth, Racial Healing and Transformation and Reparation proposals have been incorporated. And uh, racial healing is at the crux of healing our individual and societal destructive projections onto a multitude of oppressed subgroups or targeted um, individuals and groups uh, who are suffering. And when I first presented in December, I presented a wider um, motivation to uh, address more grievances than uh, based on ethnicity, uh, including including uh, people who are labeled with developmental psychosocial uh, disabilities or are perceived to have uh, these. Um, oh, thank you. People who've been uh, evicted through housing courts uh, and who have been afflicted by guardianship. The guardianship affects not only the elderly, but also young people. People at any age can be totally denied their human rights and voting rights and any participatory rights or decisions regarding their person or their money or their health uh, mm -hmm. with guardianship and also uh, child removal. Uh, people are labeled uh, starting from age three and sent into the pipelines. Um, uh, so there are 13 labels that special ed can label people and the more labels a child has, uh, the more money a foster parent or a foster care institution receives. Uh, and so forth. So uh, the criminal justice system is just the tip of the iceberg. And all of this suffering arises from a mistaken view of a self-centered, um, not even, you can't use the word universe, but that the self is at the center of a self-centered verse <laughs> 
independent of all others and that we're projecting. So that lighthouse uh, image was so perfect, you know, to clean the glass, to clean the windows, because we're projecting all goodness onto things that pertain to I, me, and my, and we're projecting all badness onto other. And that would include my person, my family, my children, my church, my uh, religion, my country, and so forth, and all the others uh, we don't care about. And once we start uprooting one destructive projection, we start diminishing and eventually eradicating all of them and start perceiving all others as human beings just like me who want happiness and don't want suffering just like me. And here we can see how we can get from one to the other. One is self-centered unhappiness and the other is altruistic uh, inner peace and world peace. So um, I can end there. And uh, how many minutes? Did you hear the stuff talked about? He's I feel so alone. Oh, sweetie. (sighs) Okay. So I'm going to stop sharing. I can show one more slide if I have time. How long have I been talking? I didn't time it. Yeah, you could go ahead if you like. I'll just show one more. In 2008, I presented this um, public health model to heal violence, which shows the three root causes of suffering and uh, resulting in violence. And if we want to really uproot uh, violence from our society, we need to cultivate inner peace by uprooting the three root causes, which is our view of self and other. So uh, these bills and uh, the Peace Alliance and your work is a contribution towards uprooting those causes of suffering. And I'll stop the share and thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thanks for letting me share that. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you. And if, if you could make DJ the host now. In preparation, uh, for Jana. So, uh, yeah. So we've been. Uh, I've reached out to my congressperson and uh, keep needing to do so more. <laughs> Nancy says, just persist. Right. <laughs> Notice that there are no Republicans. Maybe you need to start re- lobbying the Republicans. Okay, yeah. I, w- I wondered about that if there were among all those co sponsors. Okay. Not a one. Mm. Is, is DJ there? Did, are we? Yeah, did you make, did you switch it over? Um, there we go. We see you. It says share screen. I'm just going to go ahead and try it and see if it'll work. Okay. Okay, Karen. Um, but before I do that, before I switch over, um, I just like to say to the group that um, there are some members here that have been going to the true storytelling meetings. Uh, Charlie, Jana, and Nancy have been going regularly. And Kathy has also been um, watching the presentations. So the Zoom recordings and presentations are available uh, on a private YouTube channel um, that if you are interested in seeing them, please let me know. Um, My email address uh, will be at the end of the presentation. So I don't want to put Charlie, Jana, and Nancy or Kathy on the spot. Um, However, I kind of want to begin with giving uh, them, uh, you know, 30 seconds or 
you know, one minute um, to sort of um, say what they think uh, true storytelling or truth healing and reconciliation uh, storytelling um, has been about. Um, so, Charlie, do you mind just saying a few words about your experience? <laughs> oh, um, wow. Good question. Um, really? Um, I think what's been valuable for me up to right now is that it has helped me to see the um, racism that exists inside of me that I didn't know about. I was not conscious of it. Um, <clears throat> if you would have asked me, am I racist? No, of course not. Of course I'm not a racist. And now I'm like more aware. So um, that helps me to be a better person. And which then spreads to other people, right? I can affect other people with my being a better person. That's about it. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you so much. And your presence is always welcome. Um, you have a very uh, unique and valued voice in true storytelling. Jana? Thank you, DJ. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Jana, would you like to just say a few words? Okay, I already said too many words, and thank you for inviting <laughs> everybody to say something. Okay, Nancy. Um, I think a lot of it for me has been um, just uh, being part of the evolving um, experience of how we message the idea of peace building. And um, of course the components, the, the racism, the healing, the transformation. Um, so how do, we, how do we message that to build more support for Department of Peace Building to ourselves be peace and um, uh, just just to move forward with this whole um, idea that we're all trying to do. So I, I, I thank you for all the um, sort of visual ideas that are coming out of this. Of course, Oh yes, yeah. so What's been helpful for me and, and inspiring for me is watching the process unfold and the beautiful facilitation that goes along with that and the, the presentations of the slides are informative and all of us could learn from, from um, what they're doing. So that's what I'm called to is to watch the process unfold and, and the, the beautiful Uh, it's, you know, it's a peaceful process. And so watching that also being the peace we want to be in the world and seeing this unfold in that way. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for all of your input. And thank you, Kathy, uh, for that. Um, I, I think that I want to invite everyone to come and be a part of True Storytelling. It is a oh. process. It's, be a it, part of what? 
It's called Truth Storytelling. It's actually Truth. Oh, yes, I already. Reconciliation. If you want to find more information, there is more information on the calendar uh, and the Peace Alliance website. So um, I'm going to go ahead and this presentation is um, too long for me to really spend a lot of time on it. Um, I've ar we've already gone um, over three minutes, um, almost four minutes. So I will do this very quickly. Um, but you can have a copy sent to your email if you want to email me, or I can give you uh, um, a link to watch a video of it. So um, can everybody see my screen okay? Yes. Yes. All right, good. And this is just the table of contents. Um, I won't spend any time on it. I'm just gonna move forward. Um, we had um, a special meeting in May. We usually meet on the first Saturday of each month at 3 p.m. Eastern time. You could put that on your calendar. Um, but we had a special meeting in May to discuss how the truth, healing and reconciliation story telling working group can have more of a public contribution now. It was really conceived um, more as a process, more as a pilot study, more as a research project. And so we've kind of shifted away from our research project to talk about how we can contribute now and be more integral to the Peace Alliance's mission. And so out of, of those those meetings that we've had more recently, I created this presentation. So I'm not really gonna go over the whole process from the beginning, um, but I would be more than happy to do that um, with you under a, a separate venue. Um, basically our process is to co-construct ideas um, and these ideas shift and expand through time. And I see myself as merely a facilitator of this process. Even though I do have guidance and paradigms and models, they aren't really important. What's important is that I'm listening, that we're recording the process and I'm listening and that we're evolving. As Kathy said, um, it really is expanding. And Kathy has been very instrumental in shaping that um, um, for our future. So one of the ideas that Anna Barker had, um, who's a, a wonderful member of our group uh, with a lot of teaching experience, she thought of the idea of creating a website that is called Peace Building A through Z. And this would be a resource, an evidence-based website for the public about peace building in the 21st century. Now, this would be something that we would want to present to the Peace Alliance and get approval for this before we move forward. So we're just in the idea stages at this time. Um, part of our true storytelling process is next to make guidebooks to help individuals tell their stories. One of the unique aspects of, of storytelling is that we, um, 
We really are looking for that deep truth, that excavation of truth, and to really address how the United States government has had an impact on um, the experiences. So I've already kind of gone through the, the purpose. Um, we do a lot of engagement. We use digital tools. We're experiencing, you know, that expansion. We use a self-reflexive process. We do full circle questioning. So everybody's welcome to become a part of this process. Um, through um, our meetings, we've come up with personal love and sacred as being our key concepts. And um, you know, we, we, our core values are collaborative and cooperative. We are all connected, we are all one. And so moving forward, uh, what we're doing is we're doing the um, pilot study still. We're talking about the peace building A through Z website. And we're also talking about creating videos that will be for the public to sort of um, help the message of the Peace Alliance become more, um, more relevant and more current. You know, we're going to discuss using social media and things like that. So it's very exciting what the future holds and we want everyone to participate that um, has an interest because your input matters. You don't have to have digital skills. You don't have to have any particular kinds of skills um, to join true storytelling. So this is my um, new email, lilyforjustice at gmail.com. Please um, email me if you um, would like more information or contact Nancy or Jana or any Kathy kid will help you too. Um, but I welcome uh, people coming to our meetings. That is it. I'm way over time. I apologize. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, DJ yeah. and Thank Jana. you. Good Thank information. You. Yeah. Well, we got through our uh, our check-ins a little bit quicker, so I, I was glad that we had a little bit more spaciousness for you. Uh, you. Does anybody have any burning questions that they'd like to ask of either or both of uh, our presenters tonight? I would like to say what I have in the chat because the people on the phones can't read it. Okay. That, that uh, if you would like to get an email with uh, everything that we've done so far, which is not so much with the policy focus team, if you can um, give me your email or let Nancy know, then I'd be happy to forward it to you. Okay. And uh, Nancy is nancy at peacealliance.org for those who don't know yet. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, Nancy, did you have anything else in, in wrapping this up? Thank you, uh, Jana and DJ, for bringing this to our call. I really appreciate it.
um, wonderful work that's happening and I look forward to, to getting more information. I'll be emailing one or both of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanna thank DJ and Jana. Um, there's a lot of exciting work and information coming out of those uh, groups. And um, yeah, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing how all of this uh, goes out forward in the future. So thank you both. Thank you very much for inviting me this year. I was thinking that um, we had asked Paul to speak this time, and um, then I forgot Paul. And I was wondering, though, you've had a Truth and Reconciliation Commission or actions or something in Canada. Would you like to tell us a little bit about it? Uh, yes, it's... Um... It's actually a, a fairly extensive thing that's been going over the decades. And um, it basically uh, involves our uh, native Canadians, as you would say, for us, it's First Nations. And um, uh, we do have a, 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 a sort of a renewal of it. Um, and one of the problems that we're having is um, uh, because the issues are so complicated and, and widespread uh, that to get to the next step is very difficult. You know, and if, if the step with regards to some of this is, is going to be either closure or, or some kind of, of uneasy accommodation or some sort of, um, uh, uh, you know, continued animosity. And uh, so it's, it's, it's extremely political. And um, one of the things that we're trying to do, uh, I, could, I could have prepared a few slides, I do have slides in, in, in on this, this process is that we are trying to take it from a, uh, you know, a transactional sort of space uh, into more of a relational space. Uh, in other words, we've got all the treaties and all the issues of residential schools and the suffering that, that's happened there. And the, it gets mired down in, um, in discussions of restitution, uh, money, political change, that kind of thing. Uh, that are that are transactional without first doing the relational thing uh, to deal with the suffering and the and the personal issues. So um, we the real, real cause, of course, of a lot of this is that that a sharing culture uh, has encountered an ownership culture uh, mm. with regards to the West, and and of course this is not going to end well if the uh, ownership culture is is more powerful uh, and. We're going to either try to blend the two or find some accommodations so that people can live with one foot uh, in each culture, uh, which of course is, is necessary even for our, uh, our, our First Nations. Um, they do have their traditions, their spiritual ways, um, their ways of doing things. Uh, but on the other side of the coin, they also have the, the um, outcomes of the treaties, which are going to be economic and money and bank accounts. and. Uh, all, all of that. So to try to preserve both sides, and we all realize that um, we, we all move forward and that change is a constant. And the thing is, is that this uh, uh, moving forward has to be positive and constructive for, for all of us. So uh, it's one thing, it's one thing to acknowledge the, the, um, uh, the, the First Nation role in our, in our country uh, it's another thing to express gratitude for, for sharing the land and, and that we may all find um, uh, healing for our suffering and peace for our children. Uh, 
so then it's a matter of, of getting there. Um, I've been working with a lot of First Nations groups and probably going up to uh, uh, visit them for a month uh, almost exclusively every August for probably the better part of 10 years. So part of it is living with each other, you know, and getting to know them at, at their uh, at their spiritual level and uh, and their uh, and their social levels, the things that they they do different. So we have a youth group going uh, because we we realize that the youth is going to be the future of all of this, and um, we realize mimetic uh, uh, structures are very powerful. For those familiar with these mimetic structure. Uh, um, a construct and, and this is simply the way that we pass on values and beliefs of blessing or of violence to succeeding generations. Uh, a mimetic structure is the way that children uh, mimic, that's the word mimetic goes into mimic, uh, in order to survive or belong. And uh, it's going to be one thing that if people who are suffering and traumatized and, and find it difficult to forgive, if they realize the mimetic structure that's in play, um, they can make an intention not to pass it on to their children and, and to try to try to work it that way. The same as if you don't want your children to smoke, well, you don't smoke in front of them. Uh, and if, if you don't want to pass on inherited trauma or trauma to your children or victimization or oppression, uh, you, you, you make a conscious effort to do that. So that's that's basically where we are, we are going. And uh, we have a piece of architecture that, that's helpful in that way. So I won't take up more of your time. I realize you've got uh, limited space here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Paul, do you have a website or do you have any way that we can um, well, learn more um, about it? I do have websites, but I don't really populate it. Um, the documentation and things that we have are all freely given. So all you have to do is contact me and we'll give you issues of peace practices. And, and uh, uh, we, we, have, we have a three layer thing. What, what everybody should know as, as a, just an ordinary person, uh, what a peace practitioner can do in bringing uh, peace practices to a community and what peace professionals can do more at the institutional level and higher education levels. So yes, it's, it's all freely given. And are you okay with speaking your email address on here? Oh, no problem at all. It's uh, I'll put it in the chat if you want. Okay. Thank you. That's that's a lot of good information for you know. It takes years to to you know discuss all of these things, and then it you know. It's always, it seems like it always is going to come down to some kind of logistics to move forward in something that, yeah. That, that's right. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, and if anybody can't hear it and wants the email, you can email nancy at lions.org and we'll get it to you. Yeah, pmalet at magma.ca. Okay. And Millet is M-A-I-L-L-E-T for those who aren't as familiar with you, Paul. <laughs> for those who don't have an Acadian French background. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, any other uh, thoughts or questions that anyone else would like to express about 
um, truth and reconciliation or what you've what you've heard or anything else no okay. I, have a, I have a question for paul but okay long. watching Donland, i um and the truth and reconciliation process in maine with the with the tribes in maine and just reflecting generally um it seems that there can be a process not only of the um, First Nations or Native American peoples uh, walking the two planks of the traditional culture and our Western culture, but that somehow the Western culture needs to become more um, collectivized or change its view of, uh, of, of self and, and private property and ownership uh, towards something else. So how do you kind of envision facilitating a process like that for um, poor white folks? Well, in, in, our, in our country, um, the, pro the process is that um, when the country was formed, uh, the, the, uh, the British and whatnot went across the country and they signed a bunch of treaties uh, rather than a lot of, rather than conquest. So it's, a, it's a 11 treaties that were signed as we went across. And in these treaties, uh, hopefully, uh, it was it was designed that everyone should have enough, and but it, but it recognized the the uh, the sort of the rights of the first first nations that that were there, so um, they were able to accrue um, uh, reserve lands, but in addition they were able to have a say over what they call traditional lands, which were a wider space, and. Um, and if the government wanted to do anything or wants to do anything at any level, it's uh, free, informed, and prior consent. So there had there has to be a negotiation and deliberation. Uh, for example, one of the problems we're having is is running a big oil pipeline from the center of the country to the coast, and uh, it crosses the traditional lands of various uh, of various tribes. There we have about six hundred tribes. And therefore, all, all these tribes that, as it marches through, have a say. And, and, and some of them, of course, don't like this for environmental reasons. And, um, and this, this creates either various problems or it brings to light uh, that we have, that we are, are all treaty people. Uh, the white man and the, every, everyone involved in here are all treaty people. It's not just, it's just not the, uh, the uh, First Nations. So in that regard, we have to work it out. And as I, as I said before, how, how do we get there? And you know, do we just um, uh, accept that it's gonna be very, very messy and kind of work forward or do we try to uh, come to some sort of closure in a standard closure model, uh, which, is, which is, can be a little bit difficult. The closure model is that um, the truth is told and you may be familiar with this, uh, the truth is accepted by everybody, including the, the offenders. Some sort of restitution is made. Uh, everyone is satisfied with the outcome, the offenders the, the, and the, the victims and, that, uh, and society, and that all can get on with their lives. You know, it's very important that even the, even the people who are uh, in the oppression side or the victim side or, or the societal side uh, can live together in peace and harmony and have prosperity achieved. It, it does not do us any good in the long run to marginalize any, anybody. So this is going to re require an awful lot of, of uh, uh, internal moral courage, so to speak, because it's going to require not only apology, which 
apologies are relatively easy. The hard part is the, is forgiveness in that in that sense, so that you can relieve yourself of some sort of um, not carrying this burden of resentment or bitterness into your into your life, and and worse passing it on to to your children. So it's a very tough go, and I I believe that it's not a matter of establishing a goal of of, of um, you know resolving all this. Uh, it's a matter of responding to it every day, you know, and, you know, and that, that capacity to respond to it and work at it every day has to have a measure of sufficiency. Otherwise, we're failing all the time. And, uh, and, and that doesn't do, do anybody any good. So to move forward as best we can each day. And um, as they say, it's, there's no path to peace. Uh, peace itself has to be the path. You have to do it. You have to do it now. Live it in this, in this uh, relationship. I hope that helps. Thank you. You're muted, Karen. Okay, sorry about that. Anybody else have anything else they'd like to ask or add to this conversation? And I just want to remind people if they've got any background noise, if they can police themselves and mute their phone if if that happens. I'm just looking at the time, Karen, and thinking or hoping maybe people can stay on a little longer so we can do our action. Uh, a lot in one call as usual. We always have so much to do. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. Um, and DJ, if you could make me the host now, pass that back on to me because Nancy has something that she wants me to share on my screen. Um, oh, I guess Jana is still the host. Yeah, to, to avoid that, what, what you can do is just make every, people co-host and that way you still retain your, uh, your yeah, it wasn't It wasn't giving me that option. Um, it was only, you know, sometimes oh, I- Or else you can enable, enable everyone on screen sharing. That's the other option. Oh, okay. And then you retain your host. Okay. All right, yeah. So Jana, Jana you are still the host. Where do I find this problem? Um, if you click on the participants list and then go to my name and there's a more button then press on more and it should be, um, you know, make me the host. Oh, oh, I see, I can reclaim the host. I didn't know we could do that. Okay, <laughs> all right, I hadn't seen that before. They might've added that since the last time I experimented. <laughs> okay, um, so Nancy, do you wanna start that? I think we just had one question to ask to people. We're considering moving this call to third Tuesdays instead of third Wednesdays. And maybe just a show of hands, if you know how to raise your hand here or on the phone, um, would that be problematic to anybody who- That would be problematic for me. I have other, have another meeting that I'm, um, I'm looking at- At on third becoming, Tuesdays? Yeah, I, I, I have another commitment on the third Tuesday. Okay. Anybody else? So do I. Okay. Me. All right. So we looks like we've got 
three people at least that that would be problematic for. Okay, we're just in conversations right now and and we may pull more people, but I thought the people who showed up today, we wanted to check with you. Okay. So is that happening yet or are we no, still we gonna would, stay we on would, Wednesday? Yeah, we would let you know before you just weren't, you didn't have a call anymore. So we're not sure that it's going to happen, but we will let you know, Beth, if it does. Okay, yeah, that would be real problematic for me. I so badly want to be a part of this still. Okay. All right, Nancy, do you want to do that? I think, I think Kendra's going to lead this part. Okay. Can people see my screen with the action list and script? Yes. What we're asking people to do is to make a call right now. Well, while we're still on the line um, to use your separate phone, if you have one, to call either the switchboard as it shows on the screen and then ask for your particular Congress member or some other Congress member and they will connect you. Or alternatively, you can call directly to one of these um, people that are familiar with the US Department of Peacebuilding campaign and we would like to get them to sign back on. And then, and why we're doing this is that uh, Geraldine Stapleton mentioned that on the, um, the code pink, that they do that on every call. They do an action on every call. So we thought we'd experiment and try this. And we're welcome to your to suggestions for future actions or your comments on this. But anyway, um, so we'd like to have you make a call right now and use the um, sample scripts on there, but you'd have to mute yourself or Karen would have to mute all of us uh, so that we won't hear everybody's calls. I can see Nancy's on the, on the phone right now. So I'm gonna do the same. Yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I think Beth, you'll have to um, just stand by <laughs> because you probably do you yeah. have one phone where you are and you don't have right well i just i have a cell phone and that's yeah and, and the, the i'm i'm on a landline my landline right now yeah so the the script is on on screen so there's not a way for us to get that to you um, no yeah but we're really just calling our representative and asking them um, uh, to support HR 1111, which you may have- HR 1111 is what? The Department of Peacebuilding Legislation. Oh, okay, yeah. So you may yeah. have your representative number in um, your phone, <laughs> or you can. I can give you the switchboard number to call if you'd like to do that. Yeah, I'll okay. take it down. Let me know when you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, this first board is 202. Here, 
I'll just write down Washington, uh, switch, Washington, D.C., switch, Washington, D.C., switch, board, uh, 224. Here, I'm going to get another pen. Uh, two, oh, is it? Hold on, I got it now. Uh, 202. 224. 224. 3121. 3121. Yeah, I, so, do I just ask for, to talk with Betty McCollum's office? Yes, yeah. And she is a former co-sponsor, so you can just say that it's been reintroduced again and, and we're reminding her that we'd like her to get her back up on the bill. Right. Yeah, I trust her. Yeah. So Aaron. you can do that now if you like. Um, your other line, but you'd have to mute your phone or do that right when we end the call if you like. Uh, or tomorrow. I'll do it when I, when we end the call. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, Karen, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, I'm Harlan Johnson in Rockford, Illinois. And when I tried Robin Kelly's number, it said uh, the voicemail box has not been set up, so I could not leave a message. Ah, interesting. So I'd encourage you to check that out and find out an alternative way of communicating with Robin Kelly. I'm and then maybe maybe you could call back during business hours um, tomorrow, something I, like that. I'm in Cherry Bustos district, uh, and and what I know about state representatives is they frequently don't really listen to you if you're not from their district. But uh, anyway, I just thought I'd let you know that. Okay. And I sent my email to uh, whoever was uh, asked me to. I, I I put that in in the chat. Okay. Thanks, Harlan. Sure. Good to hear your voice again. It's been a while. Oh, a long Glad time. You join us again. Yeah. Thank you all for making the calls and for making the calls in the future. You know that they count the calls that are making supportive measures. So, mm -hmm. so we'll continue this experiment and a few more calls and see how everybody feels about it. Thank you. Um, Kendra, I was able to uh, reach Karen Bass's office. Um, they did ask for a zip code. I just said I was from California and left my message. So um, it's on her machine. Kendra? Yes. Uh, this is Charlie. And um, I left a message for uh, on Chuck Schumer's machine. Is that, is that the wrong thing to do? No, not at all. I think that's okay. great. I appreciate okay. it. Okay. Thank you. So um, are we okay to wrap up the call and have a closing quote? We'd just be a couple minutes over our time here. I have a quick question. Is anyone else uh, involved in this, uh, involved with nonviolent communication, Marsha Rosenberg stuff? Uh, what do you mean by involved? Well, the practicing it, having studied it, teaching it, whatever. Uh, we teach it. Matter of fact, nonviolent communication and uh, uh, you know peaceful communication. Also, there's 
sort of two levels of it. We teach them both. Peace-centered communication. Uh, okay, thank you. It's been my passion for about 40 years now. Yeah, we, we think it's absolutely foundational. It's almost yeah, number, it number one as a peace practice. Good. Yeah, and we're it's still a regular part of the campaign where we talk about it from time to time and and mostly leave it up to people to to get training and to choose modalities. But yeah, it's uh, nonviolent communication is is continues to be a key part of the campaign. Yeah. And have any of you been to the Peace Center in uh, Washington D.C.? Yes. No. Yes. Is I it have... going to be a part of the Department of Peace? No, it's not. The bill has it that we will work with them. This is the U.S. Institute of Peace, I think you're talking about, right? Yes, uh huh. The U.S. Yeah. what? This Sorry, is I'm not. Yeah. Yes. Sure. The Institute of Peace. And we oh, the Institute of Peace. I haven't heard of it. It sounds relatively new to me. Yeah, it, it was created in the 80s. Oh, in the 80s, okay, then I never knew about it. But they have a building uh, that's quite uh, impressive. Yeah. Yeah, we included it on one of our Washington DC trips. We we got a tour of the building and um, so forth. Yeah, it is beautiful. And so, yeah, I never did go on that uh, when uh, we were during 2019. So yeah. it, there's no necessary relation between this Department of Peace Building organization and the Institute of Peace. Is that right? There is. There is in that um, the bill for Department of Peace Building calls for us to collaborate with them, uh -huh. and they're they're very much aware of us. But they are they aware of us. Yeah. Their, their main focus is international peace building and ours is um, mostly domestic peace building with some international. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so the, uh, the Department of Peace Building, once it exists, would work in collaboration and cooperation with the other departments. It's um, the original bill called for uh, it to be kind of an umbrella um, for other departments, but uh, a revision somewhat long ago um, shifted that to cooperation and collaboration. Sure. So the U.S. Institute of Peace is more international focus. Is that what yes. you're saying? Yes. That, that's its mandate and to provide information for Congress, but mostly in the international realm. And they don't have as a primary agenda establishing a separate Department of Peace or peace building within the United States. Uh, uh, no, no, they, they were created by a separate act. And that was uh, that was before Department of Peace building was around in its current form. Right. And they have a, a different structure. Uh, they have board members who are um, government officials, but they are not technically a government organization. Mm -hmm. They're 
designed to be more independent in some ways, but they do get the funding from the government. So it's, that's a whole conversation in and of itself. Right. Okay. Anything else on anyone's mind before we draw to a close? Um, I would like to give out my email so I can keep up to snuff on what's going on within that healing uh, committee having to do with racism. Okay. I can, my email is blickbethgmail.com. Okay. I'm not sure I was aware you had an email yet. Can you say it again? Yeah. Well, I'm learning how to work on a uh, computer that is, that doesn't have the regular crap of, you know, the mouse and stuff like that. Okay. Blick, B-L-I-C-K, Beth at gmail.com. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. My last name comes first in that. Okay. Thank you, Beth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to know what's going on because I'm just well, is, so frustrated this, right now. This organization a, a a nonprofit and does it have membership? Which organization are you talking about? The one we're in, the one the, the, the Department of the Peace Alliance? Yeah, the 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 one that is sponsoring this this uh, Zoom meeting. The Department of Peace Building campaign. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the we're part of the Peace Alliance, but also kind of in you know operate a little bit independently. The Peace Alliance has both a five hundred C three and a five hundred C four. So we're mostly advocacy for the bill, which would fall under the five hundred C four part mm -hmm. of the work. But there is also a five hundred C three for community peace building um, initiatives. Does that answer your question? Uh, I think so. Uh, we don't have membership as as such. We just, all right. right. Good. You're just welcome. Everybody's welcome. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. And I assume. But, I'll yeah, but you can become a monthly donor if you want. Right. I'm Good sure. point, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. either for the Department of Peace Building campaign or the Peace Alliance generally. There's both options for that now. Both options in terms of. If it goes 100% to the Peace Alliance or if it gets earmarked for the Department of Peace Building campaign. Oh, okay. Okay. Does that what everyone feel as fully expressed as you can with the subject of the call? <laughs> yeah. Okay, and who has our closing quote for tonight? Um, I have something, if, if okay. nobody else does. I think you're it, Nancy. I'm it. Um, so today I got a letter from a San Diego City Council member named Monica Montgomery. Um, she wrote a letter to Congress and I'm gonna just read part of what she said. Um, she said, peace is paramount and a vital aspect to our overall quality of life. The youth in San Diego need us to intentionally invest into making our schools and communities clean, safe, and healthy. We must deploy resources in our communities of concern and utilize a holistic approach 
to cascading peace and violence interruption in our communities of concern. Uh, we must build peace in our families, neighborhoods, region, and nation. It is time to make violence prevention a national priority. That pretty much says it, doesn't it? Oh, anybody who wants to write a letter to members of Congress, um, please do that and send me a copy. We're kind of keeping track of that too. So. Okay. And so closing thought we won't share here, but if you don't already have a personal plan for peace, um, take a moment after the call concludes and come up with the one or two things for you to do in the next month uh, toward improving or increasing your personal peace level. Come up with a personal plan for peace. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thank you. So next month we'll still be doing Wednesday, the third Wednesday. Yes. Okay. All right. Is it, a, is it a different uh, URL for the meeting next time or is the same one? Nope, same one. We keep the Thank same you. one. The third. What's your email? And it's the third Wednesday, did you say? Yeah, seven o'clock central. Okay, thank you. Okay. Did somebody else ask something? I asked Deborah what her email was. Let's see. If you want, if you want to get the truth, uh, you can see.